I come in peace. <sighs> From director Steven Spielberg. Who's he, Steve? <laughs> I can hear like a fan on your guys' end, but I can hear you fine. Yeah, it's the fireplace. I'll yeah. uh, noise reduce that later. Welcome, my wife. Aloha. Fix it and fucking post, man. Fix it and post! Don't even <laughs> fucking worry about it, bro. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Fuck it! Oh, what the fuck did Audacity just do? Hang on just one second. Mm-hmm. See? This before. Laptop's got the Rona. Reset. Oh, no! Okay. No, sometimes, like, you know how the toolbars on Audacity are, like, set up at the very top? Yeah. Some Sometimes Audacity just, like, stack everything, like, in a fucking row, like a ladder. Yeah. And I have to, like, reset the toolbars. I have no idea why it does that. Just ran at me like, no, we thought this was better, more ergonomic. Like, no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, fuck off, Audacity. I have, to, I have to edit three fucking tracks, you dick. How dare you? Well, it is called Audacity. <laughs> All right. Makes well, sense, you yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> you guys have a, a, a trailer and shit? Uh, we'll edit and post. I'll find a really <laughs> stupid one. Fuck it. I'm already, I'm, al- I'm already... Halfway through our first beer, Steve. I'm getting pissed. Let's do this fucking episode. Yeah! Woo! Fuck it! Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot holes and gratuitous boobies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy. Houston, Texas. It's Christmas. Someone special is coming to town, and it's not Santa Claus. I'm coming, please. Jack Kane, a cop who does things his own way. What are you doing? Shortcut. He's sensitive, understanding, and kind to strangers. Merry Christmas. But all that's about to end. I'm coming, peace. Three well-armed men have their throats cut before they can even draw their weapons. Who could possibly move that fast? Aliens. Say what? Are you crazy? It's true! You need a psychiatrist, Jack. Your psycho stole a lot of heroin to kill people. What are you gonna do? Tell them we're we're fighting drug dealers from outer space, huh? <laughs> Human body carries a small electrical charge, right? You tune the disc to the charge, and then what the hell is going on here? As far as you're concerned, this case is closed. It's not our problem anymore.
Dark Angel. Yeah! yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing Alien Manhunt May with 1990s I Come in Peace. Doesn't it also have another name? Oh, it has many other names. We'll get to that <laughs> in Fun Facts. Woo! Steve, we are too sober for this. Indeed. And we're also not oh. alone. Oh, yeah, we should probably introduce our guests. Yeah, we might as well. He's um, just sitting here with no pants. It's someone from What Were They Thinking? I think it's Brendan this time. Is that Nathan? right? Yeah! <laughs> Brother. It is, Bre- it, it is oh. me, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hello! <laughs> hello, it's me! And I've also brought Montrose Monkington, yes! <laughs> Hi, guys. It's nice to be hey. here again. I love what you've done with the place. Oh, we, we spiffed it up just for you! Oh, my God. It's weird that we picked now to record in person, sitting very close together in a circle. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, what's, what's weird about that? Even Poe's disagreeing with this idea. <laughs> <laughs> Poe don't know. Poe don't know shit. I was like, if you don't want that road, I keep your broke ass home. Actually, Poe's just in the corner screaming into the void. Yeah. Listen, hashtag yeah, Poe don't know. Yeah. Not even looking at anything in particular. Just kind of brap 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 brap. You're recording. <laughs> That's a mood. That's onion, a mood. Onion on my belt. D- big mood. Big yeah. mood. But you were saying something about being thirsty, babe? I'm thirsty. Get me a drink. All right. Well, let's see. We have from Cerveza Zulope Beer Company. We have the Ooh. Zulope Amber Ale, a Mexican-style craft beer with cinnamon and cane sugar. Ooh. Yeah. I am in. Poe is in. Let me, too, a pop-up of my top. <laughs> ah! Your top! Nice. Did you say citizen cane sugar? Citizen cane sugar. Yes. Yeah. The most pretentious of cane sugar. All right, here we go. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, that's a pretty amber. Yeah. Woo! Lots of foamy head. This is a beautiful amber, amber beer, crystal clear. You could, like, read a book through that. Absolutely gorgeous. A little on the dark side. It's really beautiful. It's got an off-white foamy head. Oh. Ooh, you can smell a little bit of cinnamon and then a lot of good malty backbone. Steve's gone in for the sip. Oh, wow, yeah. Nice, uh, smooth malt forward amber. Yeah, get the little yeah. bit of cinnamon in the front end. It's kind of like a, almost like gingerbread or something. Like, Yeah, this is delightful. I would drink this again. Yeah. Brendan, are, uh, are you quenching your thirst? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Ah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's just my good old-fashioned American beer friend, as usual. The tall boy of bud? Mm-hmm. Is it wrong? I thought ah. that was a lighter and you were just, yeah. <laughs> you were just lighting up. <laughs> like a big ass lighter. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I was contemplating ordering that too because in Canada, not only can we buy it, but we can get it in the mail, which is still wild to me. <laughs> oh, in California, you can get it like delivered. There's yeah. like, like an Uber version of it. Yeah, you could. Well, I, yeah, we have like delivery service here and you could get them to go to nb liquor or cannabis nb or whatever yeah it's pretty uh it's pretty crazy that uh my mailman is kind of my dealer now yeah <laughs> on this next but episode review some strains oh 
<laughs> next episode i'll just no actually you know what i was gonna say i'd i'll smoke a bunch and then do an episode but that already happened so <laughs> every episode <laughs> <laughs> just one actually just one what about banana porn Somebody... uh that and evil bong so if you listen to the evil bong episode and thought brendan sounds a little different that's why <laughs> he almost sounds like a man in this one <laughs> Wow. So Steve, we come uh, in we peace. Love you, Brandon. Yes, I know. I come in peace. Dark Angel, damn it. Or Dark Angel, or many other titles for this one. But yes, this is one uh, from director Craig R. Baxley. Who's he, Steve? Hey, thank you. Uh, <laughs> he is a stuntman and stunt coordinator for such legendary movies as Diamonds Are Forever, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, Kung Fu. Kolchak the Night Stalker, Kojak, SWAT, Logan's Run, Wonder Woman, Dukes of Hazzard, The A-Team, and of course, the cinematic masterpiece that is Predator. But then after Predator, they're like, well shit, we should just have this guy direct. So he made incredible movies like Action Jackson, starring Carl (laughs) Weathers and Craig T. Nelson. This, Stone Cold... Fucking Ooh. Brian Bosworth, yeah. greatest movie ever. Uh, Sniper 2. Uh, the television series Kingdom Hospital, the uh, sure. Stephen King one that's really good. The mm-hmm. weird anteater thing. Uh, <laughs> spoilers. Uh, and basically just TV stuff since then. So, yeah. So, he sounds like a lawyer. His name sounds like a, he should be a lawyer. <laughs> Hi, I'm Craig R. Baxley. <laughs> Baxley and Associates here to represent you. Are you going through a divorce? Have you been in an auto accident? Maybe had a tussle with an alien from another planet. What do you know about melanoma? Are you suffering from the side effects of using too much hand sanitizer? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that we could be our call it lung. <laughs> <laughs> the exact opposite of a stuntman. How many fucking... How many fucking... Um, how many fucking courts, <laughs> court cases against Purell are going to be made after this for people that have, like, scabby hands? Yeah, uh, probably a few. Honestly, though, that's their own fault for overusing it. Oh, I, I completely agree. I just think it's unfortunately it's going to it's gonna happen. And if you've been overusing it and have scabby hands, I will recommend what I've been recommending to a bunch of my friends. Uh, Dr. Bronner's Magic Balm, the unscented one. It is amazing. It's got hemp oil and avocado oil and shea butter and a whole bunch of other stuff. See, it's fantastic. Being home most of the time and working from home, I generally don't have to worry about that too much. And I try to just use soap as much as possible. If I'm not like going out or, you know, doing whatever, I'm, I'm not going to like overwash my hands. Whereas if I'm at work, uh, I tend to wash them a lot more frequently. Like if I was at yeah. work, like at an office building. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I have friends who are essential workers whose hands yeah. are just torn up right now. Cause Shout out they're to using... all those people, by the way. Yeah, and they're having to hand sanitize like every 10 minutes. Because mm-hmm. y'all are nasty fuckers. And Steve, if they don't want that Rona... They keep their broke ass home. Yeah. All right. Stay the fuck home. Hashtag it. <laughs> all right. And also, this movie, remember that? Uh, yeah, yeah, comes from, from writer David Coop. Who's at... he? Well, oh, he's the shit. alias Leonard Moss Jr. in this one, but yeah, this <gasps> it's was really like David Kep. Yep, this oh, is like his yeah. first script. <laughs> but then, Can't tell. okay, 
everybody strap in for this one because we're going to get a wide range of movies. <laughs> oh, I, De- I, I know, David Cap. You go right ahead, sir. Yep. Death Becomes Her, Jurassic Park, Carlito's Way, yeah. The Shadow, Mission oh. Impossible, yeah. The Lost World, uh. Stay Guys, uh. <laughs> Panic Room, yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. War of the Worlds, yeah. uh, the television series Hack, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skulls, uh. Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit, uh. The Mummy, the Tom Cruise one, uh. and coming soon, Bride of Frankenstein, quote-unquote. Uh. Yeah. Well, if it's anything like The Invisible Man, I'm in. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I assume it's going to be a Bloomhouse production. Yeah, get Lee, fucking put Lee Wannell or Winnell or whatever behind any movie, I'm in. Yeah. Also, speaking of put him in the movie and I'm in, Dolph Lundgren as Detective Jack Kane in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and then everybody else in the movie, I, I may have to describe what you've probably seen them in, since I'm sure no one's seen this movie. Uh, Brian Benben as Smith. You may know him as Herman's Head. No, uh, shit. Dream On. Dream On. That's nope. it. The HBO <laughs> series. Dream On. That's right. Uh, Betsy Brantley as Diane. I had to look her up. It's like, I feel like I've seen her in something, like, as a child. She's the mom in Princess Bride for, like, two scenes. Hmm. Ah. Yeah. I guess, you know, before she introduces Peter Falk, I guess. Uh, she is also Jessica Rabbit's body double. I just oh. like, like I just, the, la- <laughs> I just laughed when you said Peter Falk because I just imagined being like, no, 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 one second here. That you see, you say you're a princess and a bride. <laughs> There's just one thing I just can't get straight here. <laughs> were you a princess before you were a bride, <laughs> or did what? you become a princess after the marriage? <laughs> just one other thing here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, we have aliens in this movie, because it wouldn't be Alien Manhunt <laughs> May without it. Yeah. Uh, the bad alien, I don't think it really has a name, nope. is played by Matthias Hughes. <gasps> Who's he, Steve? Well, <laughs> the only other movie we've seen, we saw a movie recently that had him in it. Uh, Cyberzone slash Droid Gunner slash Robo Gunner. <laughs> and, like, it's another one of these movies that has, like, five names. What are you talking yeah. about? Uh, it's currently streaming on Amazon Prime. I highly recommend it. He actually does pretty good in it, and yeah. he actually gets to speak, which is kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, he's a, like, seven-foot German dude who I want to interview now. Uh, <laughs> and then as the good alien, we have Jay Billis. Who's he, Steve? Well, he played at Duke in the late 80s, um, and now you probably see him on ESPN commenting on the sidelines of college basketball games. Oh, yeah. With his giant forehead. <laughs> but <laughs> I come in peace. Oh, my God, Do ladies you? and gentlemen. <laughs> you remember how this movie starts, Brendan? Uh, I believe it starts with a gentleman in his car trying to listen to a CD, and he is getting very frustrated because it keeps flopping out of the CD player. <laughs> yep. And, and that's this is why a Christmas movie? It it's is! Abs- <laughs> it's absolutely a Christmas movie. <laughs> this, can this please replace the Die Hard thing? Because that's just gotten old. Oh, I, I, I come in peace. I come Cri- in Christmas pay. movie of the year. Thank you. We just Let's have to it. wait for, uh, I don't know, Labor Day to roll around before we can start arguing about it. <laughs> start your submissions to Besotted Geek now. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I get buried in those Rona memes. <laughs> <laughs> Since the Tiger that- King memes have hit peak already? Yeah, yeah, they're kind of on the downhill now. On the internet, worldwide. <laughs> 
That bitch Carol Baskin. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, it's a Christmas movie, and we know this because, well, when he's fucking around with his CD player, he's not watching the road, so he drives his Mercedes into a, like a Christmas tree lot. Well, what kind yeah. of music was he playing anyway? Oh, it was, uh, it was Christmas, Christmas carols. Christmas carols. Yeah, 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 that too. That too. Um, and of course, this, uh, tree lot is completely uncaged and unmanned, as <gasps> all yep. Christmas tree lots are. Yep. <laughs> But, uh. They definitely don't keep that shit under lock and key, cause people definitely wouldn't just walk off with that. Exactly. Nope. It's the honor system, Izzy. <laughs> this must have been shot in Canada. It's the, uh, the pay what you, uh, pay what you can? Yeah. <laughs> PW, hashtag at PWYC. But yeah, so he gets out of his car, he's like, ah, oh, man, how am I gonna explain this to the insurance? Uh, fuck, I'd like, <laughs> whoa, what's that? <gasps> oh, shit! Something crashes into his car and it fucking explodes and sets all the trees on fire. And he's like, oh no, what is happening? Oh no, oh no, oh no. And basically a tall guy (laughs) walks out of there, walks out of the fire and debris, says, I come in peace. And then for some reason we just cut to a title card across town (laughs) where a thief is breaking into a warehouse. Literally, I wrote... (laughs) Holy shit, it's Raiden, and he comes in peace, and he's here to start a motherfucking tournament. Didn't he look like a, like a roided up Raiden? Like, that's what I wrote down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he has, like, the, like, white contacts or whatever in his eyes. And, and the, the white hair. Yeah, the long, flowing, white, like, Highlander hair. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I wanted yeah. him to be like, I come in peace, and then the guy's like, really? He's like, I don't think so. <laughs> Fight! Uh, and while the uh, credits are going, and this guy's uh, breaking into somewhere, um, I see this. the credit comes up, music by Jan Hammer. And Woo! it makes absolute sense, because this sounds like Miami Vice. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so they're apparently breaking into the evidence room, the, this gentleman in the, uh, the AC ducks, I guess, uh, evidence room of a police station. And there's just some cop just randomly walking in there and then he starts going, hello? Hello? <laughs> Thunkus! <laughs> fucking knife thrown right into his chest. Uh, uh, fucking murders it in the police station. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. This is like RoboCop levels of, like, not giving a fuck about the police. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and it has just started because uh, then he starts walking around the evidence room, finds a shit ton of coke. Or I assume I that's what it's supposed to be. I think it's heroin. Oh, is it heroin? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's they, powdered sugar. Specifically, because they specifically reference it later, um, explaining a plot point that I was thoroughly confused by, but we'll, I guess you'll get to that later. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, yeah. Well, I know that part. It's heroin. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think. So I, I think it's, it's heroin the whole time. I'm not 100 percent sure. That makes sense. Yeah. So uh, basically, just fills a couple briefcases with this coke, dressed as a cop, walks out of there, hands it to his partner. Um, on the way out, like the uh, one security guys, they're like checking with, like notices the name tag. He's like, "Wait, you're not Sergeant Hawkins. Jones or whatever Hawkins." Yeah, that's, it. that's right. <laughs> Did you also think that their their getaway driver was Dolph Lundgren at first? Because I, I totally kind of did, did. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes thank you. It was uh, like a skinnier version of Dolph Lundgren. I was like, was he that out of shape and young? 
Yeah. <laughs> no, he's false. He's never been out of shape. Or maybe not like, you know, not like big or anything, but he just looked like he just looked like a skinny teenager. He's like the pimply faced teen from like the Simpsons or something. <laughs> <laughs> you guys do there. No. Uh, but yeah, so they get the getaway driver. Uh, and of course, the guy in the backseat's like, you better hurry. Why? Just go, go. Boom! Fucking police station explodes. Yeah. Because. <laughs> That's weird reasoning. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, you know, no witnesses. <laughs> just blow up a fucking police station. Yeah. It's like, I mean, yeah, but you just stepped into, like, super villainy with blowing up a police station. <laughs> so then we go cut across town where there's a stakeout at Jocko's, I don't know, bar or whatever the hell it's supposed to be. Uh, and Dolph Lundgren's just out in his, uh, his crown vic or whatever. He's dropping on a conversation inside. Where um, this guy's going on and on and on about all the degrees he has, all the master's degrees he has in international business and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but he, you know, drugs is where the profit margins are the best. Am which I the only one who thought this guy and the very first guy with the exploding Mercedes looked exactly the same? I, I got a little confused and thought yep. they were the same guy. Yeah, there's a lot of balding gentlemen with, like, the hair on the sides. Uh, the, the Jean-Luc Picard, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> thousand percent izzy i was like wait what <laughs> yeah after his encounter with the alien we then cut back to earlier yeah, that then he, evening has, he and, still has yeah. to get to work steve yeah that's true <laughs> yeah he yeah took, no i was like worker. oh i guess he didn't die <laughs> i guess he's just fine yeah um so there's uh there's a guy in there he's like trying to get the deal the guy comes in with the briefcase full of heroin and the guy, like, grabs the bag and sniffs the bag. Like, like you know, usually in the movies they, like, you know, dip the finger or whatever, like, or whatever, if it's coke. But I guess heroin, you just have to smell it. And I'm like, hmm. Wouldn't it be great? And cinnamon, that's heroin, all right. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if, like, you know the, the, the trope in movies with coke, like you said, is to take the finger and, like, put it on your tongue or whatever. Wouldn't it be great if the heroin trope is just to take out a full, like, syringe and just put a little <laughs> bit on the tip and then inject a little bit and be like, that's good shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's pure. That's pretty pure, guys. <laughs> and they say, I, I say, God damn. <laughs> There's some movie where somebody does the, they get the white powder and they rub it on their gums and they go, and they're just like, nope, not cocaine, not cocaine, not cocaine. But I forget what. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I, I know every time is. we see him do it in the movie, we're like, dude, that could be anthrax or like, <laughs> I don't know, some like drywall filler or. <laughs> is it is it Mu- Muppets Take Manhattan? It might have been. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, but I, I think one of the best versions of that is the uh, Do South Robert McKenzie episode when oh. <laughs> uh, Benton's tasting the barrels and it's like, ooh, this one has very high arsenic content. We'll spit it out. A little bit of arsenic won't hurt you, Ray. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, while Dolph's uh, listening to them, like, all right, just, all right, let's get the deal going. Like, in time, in time. Of course, right next to him, there's a uh, liquor store robbery going down. What a hilarious so, inconvenience. Yeah, right? Like, uh, every time. So he gets <laughs> out, does a couple spin kicks, shoots a guy in the fucking forehead. Meanwhile, back in Jocko's, his partner's, like, busted, gets shot a couple times. <laughs> and right as they're, like, leaving, uh, the bad alien guy comes in, says his, of course, titular line, I come in peace. 
and then fires a fucking CD at him. That, uh, that <laughs> is yeah. the most 80s, like late 80s, early 90s weapon ever. Yeah. yeah, fires the CD, it just bounces all over the room like it's a fucking batarang or something. And, <laughs> and cutting people's throats and then just sticks into the wall. Or I guess the speaker we find out later. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then he pulls out, like, what appears to be a, a large, slightly larger than average gun. Uh, mm-hmm. but apparently fires bullets that cause entire rooms to explode. Yeah. There's a lot of explosions in this movie, and I fucking love it. I oh, oh yeah. Michael Bay blew his load watching this movie several times. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> a 16-year-old Michael Bay <laughs> found out what it was for the first time. This movie is why John Woo retired. <laughs> uh, can't, 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 five can't years before he became famous? <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Yeah, but he didn't watch it until 10 years after that. He was watching this like, this is great, but where are all the doves? <laughs> He's like, well, shit, I can't make another movie now. I just watched this. <laughs> it's already been perfected, guys. Hello, Mr. Pickles. But yeah, so eventually, um, <laughs> when when the uh, bar starts exploding, Dolph Lundgren's like, oh, shit, I need to get over there and see if my buddy's okay. And he hops in there just in time to find all the corpses. And then the cops show up, and they take the liquor store robbery guys away as he's spouting out F-bombs, and no, it's not fuck. Whoa, uh, I missed that. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he said it a couple times on the oh, way out. shit. <laughs> at least, at the very least in this movie, it was the bad guy who said it, at the very oh, least. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. Um, and then we find out the gang, the big gang in this this movie is called the White Boys. Yes! Uh, um, Brendan, could you describe the White Boys? Uh, they're a bunch of white boys. <laughs> I, I thought they were just like, are you talking about like the mafia guys? Oh yeah, yeah, the the main gang guy, they go around calling themselves the White Boys. Yeah, I don't, I, I... I don't know that that was I wrote down the white boys and I was like wait what no I heard that wrong and I didn't I didn't rewind it to check so I'm glad we can confirm that that was indeed their name you see this is it's a gang mostly composed of uh basically people with master's degrees wall street finance whatnot um but they realized you know what robbery and drugs that's really where the money's at we should mm. focus on that so they have like downtown headquarters uh they apparently have board meetings all the time yes. <laughs> where they discuss you know profit margins and uh <laughs> you know <laughs> it's crazy but yeah so that's a thing the um, white boys yeah but uh but back at the crime scene where all the corpses are uh Dolph's walking around and his captain or whatever comes up to him and he's like hey oh. you're off the case you need to take your 8 weeks vacation now you know you're too oh. close you're too close Th- Kane this stu- this dialogue was so great i wrote <laughs> i wrote down a couple of things he says cuz he says like you were you i couldn't reach you for for 8 days a week i can understand but 8 days and then the other thing <laughs> The other thing he says is he tells him, like like he said, he says, you're off the case. And Dolph Lundgren is all like, is that an order? And he's like, worse. You have to promise me because I know you can't break a promise. And he's yeah. like, uh, and he's like, no, no, promise me. That's an order. <laughs> promise me, Kane. I know you can't break a promise. You pinky swear on that, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that he then goes into promise me, that's an order. I'm like, wait, yeah. what? what? <laughs> I don't think that's the order it goes, really. <laughs> 
<laughs> you have to promise me you're going to go on vacation. Uh, you know, I can't it, do that. We'll find that it's an order. Give me a promise ring, Kane. <laughs> I'm no longer your girlfriend. All right, so... Whoa! So, instead, uh, Dolph is like, uh, I want Manning. I want this son of a bitch to kill my partner. And then uh, FBI guys start showing up like, hey, I want to talk to you in the bathroom if that's okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> Can do that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, long story short, basically they're like, hey, we need you back on the case, but we're going to partner you with the Dream On guy and you're going <laughs> to like it. Oh, by the way, here he is. And he's a bit of a hard ass, whatever. He's he's meaningless, obviously, next to Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, that, it's that wacky 80s mismatched cop partner thing. Yeah, yeah. And then we find out uh, apparently Dolph Lundgren has a relationship with Diane, who is the coroner? Yep. Slash forensics expert? Slash ballistics expert? Yeah, she, she's slash... the head of forensics, babe. Okay, okay. Did you guys take note of one of her lines? Because I wrote it down because I was like, whoa, what did you just say? Uh, what line was that be? <laughs> oh, it's when she says, I like abuse as much as the next girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's well, being sarcastic. I yeah. know, but <laughs> it was a strange line. Look, look, when you're when you're Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> when you're trying to get with Dolph Lundgren, you'll look past a few things. <laughs> Yikes. Ah, so then we then cut across town to a homeless lady. Yeah, except she best friend. Kinda has a home. I don't know. It's she uh goes to her uh, her her local gravel, but then oh shit, incoming <laughs> something crashes into her palatial estate. Uh, then we are introduced to Jay Billis's forehead as the good alien <laughs> has now landed. Woo uh, <laughs> uh we then get an episode of CSI Dolph. Uh, where him and uh, his new partner are looking over a crime scene, <laughs> and it feels like th- after about thirty seconds, they just like, all right, the scene isn't working. Let's move on. So then we cut across town to a bail bondsman, and, and then the bad alien shows up, and we find out what he's there to do. Yeah, uh, uh, Brenda, you want to describe the procedure uh, that he goes through with these people? Well, first of all, big twist here, guys, is that we find out Raiden is also Scorpion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh what is it like a weird like knife thing at the end of like a tail that he sticks out of his hand and at first i thought he was putting jizz inside of him and then, <laughs> and then just because it was bubbling white stuff doesn't reason. mean it's jizz all right what's that just because it's bubbling white stuff doesn't mean it's jizz it's just... bubbling crude well i thought he was gonna like impregnate him and i'm like oh so it's like alien but it turns out it's way crazier than that yep yeah. <laughs> uh we then smash cut to some great boobies because Woo! uh i mean it's one of those kind of movies we're at a we're at a we're at a bar you know just with uh exotic dancers and pool tables and whatnot uh actually a pretty well lit one too damn titties though yeah and uh the partner guy smith uh he he says the incredible line all the blood's leaving my head yeah from the writer of jurassic park and uh <laughs> so so then dolph goes to talk to his little informant guy you know the uh the guy from scrooged i don't know yeah. i don't know the actor's name not bill murray just one of the old guys i was gonna say bill you, murray's in this movie <laughs> oh bob keckleswait no no the other one <laughs> the one that freezes to death in the sewer there now you know oh which one. oh oh gina davis anyway he goes to his informant <laughs> and says where's vic manning 
Well, I don't, I don't know, man. I haven't heard anything about it. <laughs> oh, that guy was crazy. He was making some fucking choices. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. Well, when Dolph pulls the gun and points at his crotch and he has a look on his face like he just came twice. <laughs> oh, doesn't he call him, like, like Mr. Bulge or Mr. Erection or something? Yeah. He calls him Mr. Something, like, referring I to his he, dick. I thought he called him Boner. Yeah, Mr. Boner. Oh, there we go. It. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was like, all right, weird. Yeah, because yeah, cool. he was putting a, du- a gun in his dick and it made him hard. <laughs> I mean, as one does. Now tell me where he is or I'll make you come so fucking hard. I'll make you come in peace. Anyway. Oh, shit. Oh, that's the, man, that's the, that's the porn parody right there. You barely need to change anything. Yeah. I come in pants. All right, so. <laughs> that's the sequel. Yeah. I come in pants. Just about a guy who can't control it. I love it. <laughs> Cut print. A, a cool breeze brushes his arm. Oh, 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 oh. It's like the it's like the movie version of that jizz in my pants oh, little yeah. short. <laughs> I think about baseball to jizz in my pants. <laughs> yeah, so uh so in, anyway, after getting nothing out of his informant, uh basically they go back to playing CSI again. Um and then we get the idea, oh yeah, it just ricocheted off everything. You know, it hits this guy, goes off in this direction, just, just like random fucking directions based on nothing, cause, but it's Dolph Lundgren. And he's like, and then, uh, it should be over here somewhere. Oh look, you're in the speaker. We've got this vibrating CD stuck in, uh, the, the magnet of one of the, the boomers, but. Steve, yeah. he's literally a rocket scientist. Well, that is true. But not let's, his character. Or maybe his character is a rocket scientist turned yeah. de- detective. Hey, that CD that's vibrating and looks very dangerous. Let's grab it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pop oh, that I, I'm shit just going to like slap at it a little bit to grab it. I don't know about you. Oh, shit. It cut me. Like it killed five people within smelling distance. Oh, shit. It went right back to the speaker. Oh, it's because it's, it's got a magnet pulling it. That's weird. <laughs> Why do I have this accent? It's weird that they get accents at that point in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Different director took over. He's like, sorry guys, it's not working. Let's switch it up a little bit. <laughs> what about the stuff we already shot? I just can't even know what Don't to call it. Brendan, oh, you there? I can't hear you guys anymore. You guys are completely faded. Oh, call him back. Oh, go get Brendan. I can oh, there you, you are. Talking, but I can't. Oh, there you go. Okay, sweet, sweet. Oh. Yep, 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 we can got you. Can you hear me now? All right, so sorry, then... all I heard was like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then we cut across town yet again to a parking lot wow. where a night janitor is cleaning up around cars, I guess. Yeah. Um, oh, man. The limo driver from Die Hard drives a golf cart now. Yeah. Woo! Because <laughs> he's playing the, the, like, the same kind of like ridiculous holiday music, right? Like the like the gangster rap holiday themed music, and he's driving like a golf cart with like his I I don't know I just got a real like diehard vibe. Oh yeah yeah yeah, that's what it says in the script. We need a diehard kind of vibe guy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, basically uh bad alien guy shows up, sucks him off. <laughs> no, it's good. no, yeah, you know, basically yeah, does the uh the scorpion thing, pumps him full of his sweet loving, but then uh, a new twist where. A fucking knife pops up out of his hand and he stabs him right in the fucking forehead and apparently sucks brain goo or something out of him i don't know maybe that'll be explained later (laughs) it is and i'm still confused yeah (laughs) 
But then, oh shit, Jay Billis is to the rescue. It's the good <laughs> alien. <laughs> <laughs> this whole fucking parking lot just starts fucking exploding. Every single car in this yeah. place. And the bad alien, like, jumps out off the side of the building, fireball chasing after him, and by the time Jay Billis looks down, he's gone. It reminded me of the Terminator, in a way, where, like, there's, there's like, like, two people sent back, like, one bad, one good, and it's, like, their constant chase while everything else is going on in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah. This whole movie's kind of like a mix of, uh... Yeah, Terminator and uh, Predator 2 kind of rolled into one. Yeah. (laughs) You with Dolph Lundgren. Uh, But yeah, so then we we go back across town to Dolph Lundgren's amazing fucking apartment. Because uh, apparently also being a detective in a mid-sized town. Did I ever say what town they're in? Like, is it L.A.? or Uh, Probably L.A. I don't remember them. Uh, but yeah, he gets pretty good money either that or he sells coke on the side. I don't know. Can't it but, be both? Uh, yeah. But, but we find out he has it's like... From his uh, rocket scientist job, Steve. Oh, that's right. His hobby of rocket scientry. Mm. Hobby. <laughs> He's a rocket surgeon. That's right. Yes. All that, ro- that he, hobby rocket surgery on the side. He operates yeah. on rockets? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Open heart rocket surgery? Rockets yeah. don't have hearts, silly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, what it's about brains. a rocket vasectomy? No, oh, well, yeah, that's definitely a thing. Okay. So they can't make little baby rockets. <laughs> you ever tried to pilot a tiny rocket? It's impossible. Wait, <laughs> wait, would baby rockets be like those rocket candies? Is that what they give birth to? Yeah, they're like the rockets that you can fit in your pocket. Like the ones yeah, that the dance at rockets. Radio City Music Hall? Yes, yes, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, we don't need too many of those. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. So, yeah, so so he's showing his partner around. The partner's like, "Oh my god, you've got like all this artwork and stuff up." I guess I totally misjudged you. He's like, "Yeah, I guess you did." You want some wine? <laughs> I thought he was gonna romance him in that scene. By the way, right? Yeah, right? They're, they're, he definitely already had like the music playing and everything. Like yeah. he's like, "Seduction scenario three. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but uh, I played a Russian in a Sylvester Stallone movie. Oh yeah, which one? Rocky Four. Oh, that's cool. I thought you went a view to a kill for like a second. Well, I was in that too. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you sit down, make yourself comfortable? Yeah. So what's it like fucking Grace Jones or being fucked by her? Oh, he was fucked by her. She's the only <laughs> yeah. woman to fuck James Bond. She fucked Dolph Lundgren. Come on. I mean, famously, isn't she also the same woman who? Uh, during a scene with Roger Moore, stuck a dildo in the bed with them. That'd be the one. Yeah, that's why she's the only woman to fuck James Bond instead of the other way around. <laughs> Weird that they didn't get along. You'd think the exact same type of personality. <laughs> well, you know what they say, Grace Jones, everybody loves working with her. <laughs> and that's why uh, she continues to work to this day. <laughs> exactly. Damn it, she should have been in uh, No Time to Die. Oh, she my turned God. it I still down. want that to be spoiled, that uh, that she pops up at the end. Uh, she Turns out she was James Bond the whole time. That's oh, right. shit. Mayday's the new 007. They cut to a deleted scene from the Roger Moore one where she actually, actually like, executed him and then used some, like, facial technology to disguise herself as Bond yeah. for years. And that's why she had to fake her death at the end. Yeah. That was actually Roger Moore with her face on. <laughs> oh, Ooh. shit. Yeah. 
So anyway, then we also see a a, pic, a picture of Dolph with Diane, his girlfriend, and in that picture, she kind of looks special needs. Was it just me? Oh. Yeah, that was not a flattering picture of her. I just like that it was on his coffee table. That, for some reason, made yeah. me laugh. <laughs> it's a conversation piece. Like, oh, you do have a girlfriend. Oh, yeah, I should have taken that out of here. It's, anyway. also, fa- it's also facing out. It's, not, it's, just, it's just so obviously like, we need a picture. Put it in the frame. Plop. <laughs> yeah so uh so after uh the partner leaves in a huff he decides hey i guess i'll go see diane and uh see if and we find out she's into a little bit of the slap and tickle yeah oh yeah uh, weird relationship I'm just gonna leave it turns there. out she enjoys abusing him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what she meant earlier she was actually mm-hmm. referring to him when she said a girl oh yeah <laughs> I do think their relationship is very strange, though. Oh, totally. Oh, it, yeah. It it shouldn't work out. <laughs> no. Right after this movie, they break up, by the way. <laughs> right at the end where they're embracing one another, like, oh, we made it out alive. I want to see other people. Yeah. I ain't got time for this. Uh, so then uh, the next morning, you know, after a night of bow chicka bow wow, mm. he goes back to his apartment <gasps> to see that it's been raided. Oh no! All kinds of stuff tussled left and right. And then he hears a noise and grabs somebody and puts him on Freeze, motherfucker! And uh, yeah. it's like, ah, it's me, it's your partner! Ah! Uh, ah. Okay, what are you doing here? Uh, I, I, I came here like two seconds ago. I, I totally haven't been here raiding the place. What the <laughs> I thought you were going to do Jimmy Stewart for a second there. Oh, I just came in here looking for my <laughs> I stuff. I come in pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your partner, damn it. <laughs> so anyway, that scene leads basically nowhere. Yeah. So then we cut across town once again oh, to where so a hot cuts. blonde mechanic is just working on a, a truck. Mm. Good for her. Uh, but you know what that means? Oh. Random person, don't know what their name is, means she's gonna get pumped full of love goo, uh, and, oh, and yeah. uh, staked in the forehead with her brain sucked out. Oh, shit. As is tradition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and I love how, like, <laughs> like, they're sucking the, the, the goo or whatever out of her brains, and it's just a nice transition to a coffee machine. Mm. I actually... <laughs> I, I wrote down, that is a genuinely interesting and well-done transition. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not like, oh my god, there's an alien coming after me. Cut to some guy in an AC duct. What? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was so strange. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, Dolph's gone to see his buddy Bruce, who's like a lab tech guy, uh, with some serious caffeine and I'm assuming drug issues. Oh, fuck. But uh, basically, he's like, "Oh yeah, that little disc you gave me, or whatever. I got it in this magnetic hole thing. Um, you know, it's 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 not made of stuff I've ever seen here on Earth. And I don't know what it is. Much like the campaign manager in Tiger King, this doctor does not trust the feds. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, because technically he's a libertarian, so fuck the police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like, 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 fuck the feds. So like, I don't like the feds. So fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, the opinions expressed in the, that was a quote. Just want to say that to everyone that's tapping the uh, the podcast and listening right now. That is a quote. We mean you, Fast and Furious. <laughs> what? Uh, no. <laughs> 
Oh, we know they're listening. Oh, right. So, uh, so anyway, yeah, we then go to where uh, Diane is uh, doing an autopsy or whatever on one of the dead bodies they find around town. Uh, apparently, they died of a heroin overdose. Yes. <gasps> so it wasn't being pumped full of love goo. They were being pumped full of heroin. Liquid Still heroin. no explanation as to what the hole in their forehead was, but that may come later. they don't know yet. That's right. It's a mystery. <laughs> yeah. And it's around this time, uh, oh, Dolph gets a letter. <gasps> oh, it's from his buddy Victor Manning, the guy he's trying to find and kill. Oh. Oh, it's a sweet little letter saying, hey, we're enjoying Rio de Janeiro and uh, told my buddies to look you up when they have a minute. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> Guys, seriously, it's like an autographed picture of him and Rio with that message. It's right? pretty yeah. amazing. I want to do something like that when I'm a drug kingpin. <laughs> and he's like, fucking guy, I gotta, I gotta kill him. And his partner's like, well, we can't do anything now, dog. Gotta get a warrant. Uh, so they drive off to their next crime scene, I guess, but they realize they're yeah. being trailed by white boys that's... in an inconspicuous red Ferrari. <laughs> I was going to say, that's where I first wrote down. I wrote, car chase by, and then in quotes, the white boys? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where I first noticed it. <laughs> yeah, so we get a nice little chase scene where he like cuts through a parking lot, and uh, it, be, it was actually really quick. He just gets away great. Uh, so then Dolph goes to see Warren at the, the white boys headquarters, which is the like, board it, meeting. yes, this, <laughs> fuck, okay. So, so to get to the board meeting, Dolph like spin kicks, like four dudes that are just like yeah. standing next to the elevators. And then he walks down this board meeting, pulls a gun on the guy. He's like, all right, everybody put your fucking guns on the table or I start spraying. And <laughs> I want this to happen. Like next board meeting I'm in. Right. <laughs> Oh, I, where was the where was the fucking board meeting scene in Goodfellas, The Godfather? We missed out. That's right. We haven't seen one like that since Untouchables. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's a good scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I like how Warren's like, you know, sales have been down since you fucked us over last week. We, we've been talking about not handing out bonuses this quarter. <laughs> I'm like, you smug son of a bitch. I love you. <laughs> Why can't you be the hero of this movie? No. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, oh, that's right. And then, like, uh, while he's there holding everybody hostage in the board meeting, some other guys grabbed Smith and brought him up. And so he's like, all right, well, uh, you're going to do a job for me. Otherwise, we're going to kill your partner. Okay. I guess that's a thing now. Yeah, go do a drug. Uh, also, like, they're both cops. I don't know why they think this would be... This is the... You didn't get away with this. Well, apparently... Th- Every other cop is on the payroll, like it's a RoboCop situation. Yeah. I think he even mentions it, like, when he's talking to you, like, what? What? what did we miss one of the payments to the cops? What are you guys doing here? You know? Yeah. <laughs> what do you checks bounce? Hey, forget about it. Yeah. Uh, so they, uh, scant six hours later at night, they uh, go to do a drug exchange with one of the Wang Kong guys from Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. That's... That's what he was from. Okay, is he from anything else? Because I oh. know I've seen him like a million oh, times. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, he's in a million things for like one scene, usually getting his ass whooped. Like, I think he's in like okay. Time Cop and stuff, too. Yeah, right? he, he's always just like background guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. but uh, I, that, that look that he has is like the same look he has in every movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he still looks like that to his day, this day. He's still alive? Yes. I think oh, so, congrats. last I checked. No, I don't know. <laughs> 
Hold on, is this a Dana Gould situation? Dana Gould is alive. John Landis is the no, one who's dead. No. You know, you know what I mean. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I know John. He's lives down the street from me. Fuck. <laughs> How sad were you when John Landis died? Well, I will be when it happens. <laughs> he, Dana, he took the wrong Landis. All right. Anyway, uh. Dana's a complete <laughs> professional. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I was gonna say you're you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, so anyway, Wing Kong guy's like, ah, fuck this! I take the drugs and the money, and like runs off. And Dolph's like, fuck! Now I gotta chase this guy. Go into the alley. Oh, he's dead. Cool. How's he dead? Oh shit! Bad alien. Let's fight. <laughs> Oh, you're really whooping my ass, bad alien. Um, and then the other alien, the good alien, shows up. And they start firing and, you know, run off past Dolph while he's lying on the ground going, What the oh, fuck just happened? He's not used to getting his ass kicked. Yeah. He's used to being the one doing the ass kicking. That's right. Ever since the fall of uh, communism, he hasn't lost a fight. <laughs> uh. I'm su- I was also surprised that the alien's first in- instinct was to shoot Dolph Lundgren. I thought he was going to try to put his little fucking, make his little spermo in or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. A plot. We'll go with that. <laughs> well, see, plot. he knows that Dolph is uh, part of the police and he knows, we're about to find out, he knows to run from the police. Police are a threat. Uh, okay, um. that makes sense. All right, well, uh, and then this is where we get the uh, basically the, the backstory of what they're doing. Basically, the alien's plan. The bad alien <laughs> is pumping people with heroin yep. right before they die, so they essentially overdose, creating a shit ton of endorphins um, in their brain, yep. and then sucking them out into little vials that they keep on their belt because, wait for it, they're intergalactic drug dealers. Yeah. Human endorphins are drugs for aliens. Yeah. Also, They're milking also, us. <laughs> also, when they they when they put the heroin in these people's bodies, they immediately suck the brain juice out. Oh yeah. Like there's no like wait for it to kind of like you know get to their brain and kind of mix in a little. It's just like immediate. Like Whoa. oh oh, Brendan, it, it, it's pretty immediate, and you want that fresh fresh endorphin. You don't. The, I mean, it, it's it's like milk, fresher the better. Straight from the yeah, teat. Yeah, because, of course, as you know, as soon as something goes into your chest, it is in your brain at the same time. Uh, have you not seen Pulp Fiction? Uh, no, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. I, All right, 1994, I, the year of our Lord. No, uh, I was going to say, I did see how fast morphine hit Steve when he had a surgery. Oh, that is true. <laughs> that was pretty quick. He, but as quick as in the movie, I He had know. about a three Mississippi of, oh, oh, I don't know if this was supposed to do. Um, oh my god, I can feel my neck. <laughs> oh, oh, my neck's kind of oh. tick. Oh, what is this? Like he, like you just—he was like, uh, uh, oh. And the 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 nurses I come in pants. <laughs> nurses administering it. Like when Steve was getting anxious, was like, he was just smiling. He was like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then Steve was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah. I'll see you guys in three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and and that wasn't even in the hospital. That was just Steve doing morphine. Yeah, yeah. yeah nurses yeah. come right to your house and do it now. That's right. Sick. That's right. I keep it in Hook my belt. Me up. Hook me up. But yeah, so so intergalactic drug dealers. But he's like, yeah, I think it's just the one guy doing it. The other guy's here to stop him. He must be like some sort of space cop or something. Okay, so they they go to see his buddy Bruce, the lab guy. 
<clears throat> he's uh he got roughed up and his uh disc got stolen, the little floating magnet space disc oh. thing. Cool. Cut across town to a bodega. <laughs> oh, by the way, 1980s Norm Macdonald is working there. Right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some characters in this bodega, but uh Oh, that, oh my god, the police officer. Yeah. he he looked like the dude in um american graffiti he was also in like the untouchables the dude with the glasses the nerdy guy yeah uh charles martin smith yeah 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 i was like the least intimidating officer i have ever seen (laughs) (laughs) yeah charles martin smith of starman and never cry wolf Yeah. yeah Yeah, so instantly those guys are involved in a shootout with the bad alien, uh, but then the good alien shows up and they just blow the fucking place up. Boom. Yeah, so we cut to, I don't know, 10 minutes later when, uh, when, uh, Dolph and everybody shows up. FBI has the place surrounded. They're sealing it off, not letting anybody pass. Oh no! And, uh, we do find out that the good alien is wounded as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Jay Billis got like shot in the chest or whatever. And, uh, babe, how would you describe his wound? Oh, uh, Android milk and cottage cheese. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, do androids bleed of cottage cheese? <laughs> androids are full of milk. And then, uh, and then Luke Skywalker drinks it. That's right. Yeah, I'm in. We're the better. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, basically, oh. uh, Dolph's captain comes up. He's like, yeah, yeah, they got the... Place sealed off. You know what? This case is closed. Everything's taken care of. Take a vacation. Get the hell out of here. Credits. That's right. Roll credits. That was a quick movie, right? The yeah. end. Uh, also, I've written down, uh, that cop looks like a regular-sized Peter Dinklage. <laughs> it's true. Did you notice that one, Brandon? <laughs> wait, wait. What was that other movie where that happened? <laughs> <laughs> there was another movie where we said that. Do you remember that? I, I like, watch a lot I, of movies. Oh, oh, I remember it was the back. Bond movie that we talked. It was Moonraker. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Moonraker. Drax. Hugo Drax. Yeah, that's right. Crazy. Regular size Peter Dinklage got a lot of work back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From the seventies to the early nineties to today. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, basically, Dolph uh, talks to Diane like, "Hey, I'm supposed to go on vacation. What do you say I take you on a vacation? It'll be great." I promise it's going to be the greatest thing to ever happen to us. And I'm like, yeah, keep making those promises, buddy. You know it's not going to happen. Um, and also, he's basically like, yeah, she's like, well, I can't get the time off. He's like, quit your job. Yeah. And I'm like, what a hero. Quit your job. I'll take care of you. I'm a detective slash rocket surgeon. And apparently I've got a fucking palatial estate. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> Worst comes to worst, I can always uh, rent out one of the bedrooms and... <laughs> Smith's gonna live with us, but you pay the rent. Yeah. So uh hops in his car, he's like, Oh yeah, I'm just gonna go grab some things and meet me at my my house in a half hour or whatever. Uh but then oh shit, bleeding Jay Billis is in the back seat. Or Android milk and cottage cheese. Yep, sp- spilling it all over his upholstery. But uh We'll oh, never get that I, smell out. Oh, I tried cottage cheese for the first time like several years ago, and I uh, just oh, the no. thought of it just you, makes me. Are you not a cottage want. cheese fan? No. Oh, should I tell you all the ways my family eats cottage cheese? Nope. I'm good. <laughs> my mom I'm, puts I'm, uh, either avocado or pineapple in it. And so mixes it all anyway, up. Jay Billis says <laughs> he must be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> 
And no, he no. dies right there in the backseat. Who, who are you? <laughs> I'm a police officer like you. Oh, yeah, there's a little more of that, too. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not only... Steve, he doesn't just die. What happens when he dies? Oh, oh that's the best part. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, wait. FBI agent gets in, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. FBI gets in, too, and he's like, oh, shit, there's a guy dying in your backseat. Like, no, no, yeah, he's a cop like us. He's, he's oh, one yeah. of the good guys. Oh. And, and he's like, oh, fuck, we have proof now. We have proof. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, oh and, and, yeah, we get more exposition where like, oh, yeah, he's killing people so they can get cheap drugs to sell to other aliens. And it's like, okay, that's cool, dude. Uh, we should get you to, like, a hospital or something. He's like, no, promise me you'll kill him. Yeah, sure, totally. <clears throat> Dead. And then, <laughs> and then yeah, uh, Smith or whatever is like, oh, yay, we finally have proof. All we have to do is show him that everyone will believe us. And then instantly Jay Billis, like, gets up and goes, ah! starts fucking glowing yeah. and they're like what is happening they get out of the car boom <laughs> just it blows the fuck car. up <laughs> like oh, oh shit <laughs> i can only imagine on uh, the society that he's from uh, i mean i'm not i don't know what their death rate is but i'm assuming people live like you know whatever their lifespan is and die i'm assuming there are many deaths just related to other aliens being close <laughs> yeah, to other right. aliens that have died <laughs> yeah one of them dies in their sleep but the other one's too damn close <laughs> yeah. boom shit they both died oh, the wife just gets blown up as a result yeah, it's uh, crazy shit. It's like it's like spontaneous combustion for everyone. <laughs> no, see, I, I'm I'm thinking the police officers must have that like implanted in them, so that uh, so so if they're out on other worlds chasing chasing alien other aliens, then they're like it's not going to lead back. They're not going to yeah. interfere and contaminate the other planet. Yeah, they call it the predator protocol. <laughs> exactly. Self destruct. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. He took a suicide I, I, pills. <laughs> I'm just relieved it wasn't like a Stay puff Marshmallow situation when he blew up. I was really hoping it was going to go full-blown yeah, uh, Big Trouble a- in Little China. Uh, <laughs> we'll say blow his android milk all over the place. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so- it's all curdled. It's in my eyes. <laughs> so much android milk and cottage cheese. A young Nicolas Cage my just dripping. You get it stuck in your teeth and your hair. <laughs> so, so... They do get some evidence because they were able to get his gun before he exploded their vehicle. Uh, so Smith is like, hey, we should take this gun to my, uh, my supervisor. He'll, uh, you know, he'll believe us. We'll get all the help we need. Um, and you so really he, believe that? so he goes to see his buddy Switzer and he's like, oh man, first the disc, now this. You're on your way up in this, uh, FBI here. Uh, don't worry. We'll take care of Kane for you, though. Wait, what? You're off the case. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. We totally gotta kill this guy, because he's getting too close, and, you know, we can't have that. You know, make an omelet, break a few eggs, all that bullshit. <laughs> so, Did you guys think that, that this was, like, before, like, we get the kind of reaction where Smith is like, Oh, what? You're, what? You're, you're, you're evil? Um, did you think this was, like, Smith's heel turn? Like, I really thought he was the bad guy at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you, you kind of got that like through it. They were like teasing it, like it was kind of the red herring up to this point. And yeah. but instead, you're just like, oh yeah, he's just a little lap up. You're like, oh yeah, look what I got for you, boss. Hey, hey. Yeah, see, yeah, I I didn't get he was evil. I got more that he was so by the book that he was like naive. Yeah. Oh. yeah. 
I got that after, but like leading up to that, I was like, oh, so he's the villain. No, okay. <laughs> and then it took me a second, even after like Dolph Lundgren comes in and shoots his boss yeah. and saves him. I was still like, you just saved the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, this is it. He, he shoots his boss because the boss is about to shoot Smith. And then he tells him, never trust nobody. Yeah, that's like, and then and then he goes, because Stone Cold said so. And that's the bottom line. <laughs> well, the next movie he would make was called Stone Cold, and it's fucking amazing if you haven't seen it. Yeah, but not as good as The Condemned. That's right. <laughs> uh, looking at it right now here on our shelf. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Smash cut to them finding the bad aliens hideout. How did they know where that was? Don't worry about it. They were there. <laughs> um, and so and so then the bad alien shows up like, hey, what the fuck are you doing here? And they start fighting. And then there's just lots of fire and explosions <laughs> as he's like shooting at them. And uh, yeah. eventually like they use uh, Jay Billis's gun to blast him in the chest. And he's like, ah, shit, that kind of hurt. Oh, let's crank it up to, like, level three. <laughs> oh, shit, that one actually knocked him on his ass. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's some great wire work, guys. Yeah. What are you talking Ang about? Lee, as I say, Ang Lee watched this and was like, shit. <laughs> I have idea for a movie. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so they blast him with, like, the level three thing, and it's like, oh, shit, I can't find him. Just all this fire and debris around here. Oh, what's this? Oh, sweet little belt. What's in the book? Oh my god, are those human and dolphins in, in uh, little uh, capsules? Ah. Yeah, it's his drug belt. Yay, they got it from the bad alien. <laughs> Alright, so then. <laughs> oh, uh, gee, has a, oh yeah, that's right, they go back to his apartment. They're like, alright, cool, we need to load up on guns, we need to get all the people we can, we need to get the fuck out of here and kill this thing before he kills all these humans. But then Diane shows up, ready to go to Paris or wherever they're talking about going on vacation. Oh, wait. And then the white boys show up. Oh, shit. Now they want to kill everybody. Oh, now there's cops. Oh, shit. And there's the bad alien. Fuck. Everybody's back. Abraham Lincoln shows up. Uh, All right. All right. All right. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. (laughs) So, yeah. So there's a big ass shootout. Things explode. And then we go to a car chase. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Right. So in this car chase, they're driving for a little bit. And then they veer off into a mall, and all I can hear is da 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 Yeah, fucking Blues Brothers, man. But this is more Blues Brothers 2000. No, fuck off with that shit. No, this is far better than that. What? Nobody turned into a zombie and did a whole dance. Wait. Ugh, that movie is horrible. Anyway, so <laughs> the bad alien uh like darts one of the cops and he smashes into like the the median like going into a tunnel and <laughs> fucking explosion there. Yeah, it's fantastic stuff. Um Oh, that's right. There's the scene where he like like uh the Smith guy like has the gun. Uh bad aliens chasing behind him in a car. And he, uh, blasts the car and it fucking explodes. So they like stop and he's like, ah, yeah. And then instantly the bad alien's like running out of the fire and he's like, oh shit, hops in the car. (laughs) This also reminded me of the climax of the first Terminator movie. Oh yeah. Uh, Just that they're like, they're running from him and like they kind of end up at a warehouse type thing. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, it's also kind of like, 
T2, but I, from what I remember, t- the first Terminator kind of ends in a warehouse oh, yeah. sort of place. Oh, yeah. just, just a random warehouse that, you know, makes business factories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it con- compresses robots. <laughs> yeah, whereas this was an abandoned factory that makes dust and concrete? I, I don't know. At, I don't least know. It, at least it wasn't an abandoned box factory. That's true. That would have been awkward. <laughs> My boy's a box! <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Bad Alien's chasing him into this factory, and they're like, hey, I'm going to set this gun to level four. That's the top one. It's going to be great. Um, and they set a trap with the uh, the, the belt as yes. bait. And it's they, like a Bugs Bunny situation. Yep. And they get the high ground. They're just sitting there waiting for him to go grab the belt, and then I assume blast him into infinity and beyond. Mm. But uh, he grabs the belt. He opens it. It's empty. He goes, ah, fuck! and then they pull the trigger click 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 he even does what's his like one liner when he's when he does it too do you remember what he says like hasta la vista baby but it's like smile you son of a bitch or (laughs) something to that effect is this also did we did we skip past the part where Dolph Lundgren is luring him in with the vials and he's doing a sort of like that famous James Dean picture where he looks like he's a magician. Oh, no, I think that's a little later. We're, yeah, because, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, okay. yeah, I guess the oh, belt yeah, or whatever. Later. The gun's empty. Uh, bad alien sees him. He's like, Rah, just jumps right up like 40 feet in the fucking yeah. air up through the window where they're at. And they're like, oh, shit. But wait, he could do that the whole time? Right? <laughs> Why wasn't he doing this what's, sooner? What's with this, like, awkward limping run that he was doing half the movie? <laughs> Random powers, get, random power. I do have to say, at this point, like, I had noticed it sort of earlier before, but I really noticed it in this scene because there's just a lot more running, I guess. Um, I appreciated the, like, kind of costuming on the bad alien to, like, make him even bigger and more imposing because you have to do that with the seven-foot guy. I don't yeah, know if yeah. you guys noticed, like, he definitely had, like, oversized shoes on. Like, they were definitely, like, platform boots. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, 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 totally. Like, <laughs> he had, like, the wide leg pants and, like, you know, they built him to look like a goddamn tree. Yeah. It wouldn't have the same effect if he was in, like, I don't know, slip-ons and some skinny jeans. Yeah, it looked like Lurch or something. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. I'd, but I'd still enjoy it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Skinny jeans. Mm. So anyway, yeah, they start running from him, and he starts firing off, like, the explosive bullets, so this whole factory's getting lit up. And then uh, they, of course, run into a bunch of uh, full gas drums at this abandoned factory. So he starts yeah. tipping some of them over. And, of course, uh, as the bad aliens run through it, they fire, it explodes. But, of course, he's barely even phased. Somehow, bad alien gets in front of them as they're running away. And uh, basically, you know, what does he do to the partner? Like, he fucking, like, backhands them or something and, like, sends them... <laughs> Three stories down oh, onto a him, car or something. Yeah, he knocks them onto a car, and I was like, the way that that car dented, I was like, by the way, he's dead. Oh, he's he's totally dead. <laughs> I, I almost no expected the car to explode him. after he landed on it too. Just... <laughs> or or if he knocked him to the ground and then he just kind of backed up into the car and the car just blew up. Yeah, and then and then the bad alien uh, grabs Diane and like holds her hostage, and uh, Dolph's like, no, 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 don't hurt her, don't hurt her. Look, look. Look, I've got drugs. You want some drugs? Who wants some drugs? Who wants some drugs? You want some drugs? Dickle boys, go get some drugs. So he like, like you know, he lets Diane go, and they kind of leads them like, "Hey, come this way, come this way into this open area." And they they both have guns like pointed at each other, and then Dolph Lundgren like takes his gun and throws it to the side, (laughs) 
And the alien's like, what, what the fuck are you doing that for? Sure, whatever, I'll play. And so he throws his gun to the side. And it's like, yes, we're going to have a hand-to-hand fight. But then, uh... Oh, hello? Is that your... Yeah, that was just my beer. Yeah. Uh, but... I'm getting ready for the hand-to-hand fight. Yeah, then, uh... Oh, yeah, this is where he, like, like breaks, like, one of the vials. And the guy's like, no, what are you doing? Stop that! And then it's basically just like, okay... I'm gonna set these three down here and yeah. and run away. And then doing like sleight of hand. Yeah. <laughs> and then a uh, bad alien guy fires one of the the laser discs at him. And, you know, uh, but of course, he catches it with a random speaker he had somewhere new existed. That's what it was. I I was like confused at that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like where did that speaker come from? You know what? He knew it was there the whole time. Yeah. Cool. So then he gets the ultimate weapon that isn't a net. A pipe! Ah, ping! Laying pipe. That's right. All night long. Yeah, he lays pipe upside his face, and then his backside. No. Wait. What? That can't be misconstrued, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, Dolph just starts beating him with his pipe. Just, yeah, take wait, it. Wait, wait, When he runs up on him with the pipe, Dolph has to run past both guns to get up on him? Oh, yeah, that's he right. He could have grabbed one of the guns. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but that, uh, that doesn't happen. So, uh, Dolph, Dolph gets tossed around, and then, uh, oh god, and then the bad alien says, get over here! And fires his scorpion spear at him. And then, oh my god, the like full minute of Dolph Lundgren wrestling with this thing, and like cuts back and forth to like, uh, bad alien like shaking his head a little bit, like, ah, this way, this way, and Dolph's like wrestling with it, and fucking hilarious, man. And then what is the, and then he says, Something, something, and then what is Dolph Lundgren's line, Steve? Fuck you, spaceman. Boom! That's right. Fucking stabs him, and then Roundhouse kicks him right into a pipe. Ah, just like fucking Commando. Ah. And you know what's funny is they foreshadowed that pipe earlier. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were totally (laughs) eyeballing it. When Dolph Lundgren was backing up, he looked at that pipe that was, like, sticking out of the wall, and he he just kind of, like... Yeah, register that for later. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw this in a movie once. I think I got an idea. <laughs> yeah, so then uh, oh, yeah. then Dolph finally grabs the gun. Uh, bad alien's in there with the pipe in his chest like, I come in peace. And then what does he say, Brandon? <gasps> and, I'm, and you're going back in pieces. Asshole. Uh, Longest CSI opening ever. Right? (laughs) So Dolph grabs Diane, makes sure she's okay. Hey, guess what? Smith's not dead either. He comes walking up like, hey, we should all go on vacation together. Yeah, sure. Where do you want to go? I hear Rio's nice this time of year. Oh, wait, no. (laughs) We can't go to Rio. Freeze frame. Roll credits. So this fucking movie ended without him getting revenge, by the way. Oh, because they got to save it for the sequel. Which did not happen. Wait, what? Wait, save it, save it for fun facts. But, uh, but Brendan, would you recommend I Come in Peace? Yeah, it's dumb and (laughs) fun and ridiculous. So if you're looking for some 80s cheese and you want some Dolph Lundgren and some surprisingly decent production values, which I gotta say I was shocked by, um, yeah. Yeah. How about you, Ben? 
Absolutely. This is a super, super fun one. Yeah. Yeah. D- I'm t- into t- it. T- t- check this- I didn't know this movie existed until it popped up on uh, the Stars app. And so it was like, oh, <laughs> uh, what is this? Dolph Lundgren is a cop in 1990. I'm in. Oh, my God. There's aliens. Oh, m- they're drug dealers? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mark of quality. By the way, I got to say, too, <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's like an amazing actor but like he's just as good as stallone and like schwarzenegger and shit like the fact that he didn't turn out as big of a star is kind of surprising to me yeah i I, I, yeah i don't know but maybe he was just a little too late into the game as he was this was about the time he was really breaking in like before this it was well like punisher in 89 and before that he was just that guy in rocky four I mean, he was really, really good in Creed 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, goddamn Creed 2. Made me cry. How did that uh, movie make me cry? Because it's Both got dad, it's, it's a daddy movie. But it's so... Okay. Dad movies get you every time, babe. Mm. Every hey, time. both Creed movies are great. They, Everyone should watch them. They really are. Check that them out, That motorcycle guys. scene. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, no, but I just remember watching Creed 2 and be like, holy shit, Dolph Lundgren is a fucking actor. Like, oh, yeah. he really, like, just hits you in the heartstrings with that one. Yeah. Obviously, somebody didn't watch uh, Expendables, is it two or three, when they're trapped in the underground bunker? Oh, no, I have oh, seen yeah. those. <laughs> <laughs> he has them all on Laserdisc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on one yeah. disc. It's a compilation, baby. Yeah. <gasps> So is it like halfway through the second movie you have to flip the disc? <laughs> yep. <laughs> right about the time they get the Which, Ass Man stand. Oh wait, that's the third one. Is it the third one that for some reason they made PG thirteen? Yep. Yeah. 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 Fuck that shit. It's because they go to Ass Manistan, they're like, ooh, that's too dirty. <laughs> wasn't it because of uh wasn't it because of Chuck Norris? I seem to remember something no, like Chuck that. Oh, Chuck Norris was in the, the second Actually that's what it is. In the second movie when Chuck Norris shows up, that's mm-hmm. when you turn the laser disc. Uh, yeah yeah no but Chuck Norris well, no. isn't one of the rated R ones yeah he fought I, I'm pretty sure I remember him being like uncomfortable like there was a, something about him being uncomfortable with the whole like R rating or whatever no yeah. I don't think like, so he, did, he, he didn't want to curse up or from, something yeah well he doesn't oh, wait, curse. Uh, wait I think he does show up in three for like a minute there at the airport oh yeah to yeah. like save their butts and then leave again but yeah, yeah. he's not in them yeah I mean he doesn't curse like not every movie is top dog Chuck Norris that's right no, what's where the, you what's fight the one Nazis where he's a bear? in a kids movie? Oh, Spirit Warrior or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, All right, that's well. right. There's a movie where Chuck Norris turns into a bear. Oh my! What is it called? Spirit Warrior, I think. <laughs> Writing that down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh! If you want some trash. All right. Well, on that note, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. <gasps> when we come back, Ooh. we have more beer. Yeah. Fun facts. Ooh. And Ooh. what we learn from. I come in peace. <laughs> I come in pants. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week... We ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. Yeah, no big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. 
Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we... I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't the same. You tried. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No. But I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T. Hemecast. Hey everybody, this is Jason and Jeff and Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man or zombies or dragons or zombie dragons, I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network. Or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. Hey, this is Brendan Steer, the director of The Velocipaster, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies. See Chuck, Norris. Forest Warrior. Uh, oh, there we are. I was one word off. Sorry, guys. Yes, Chuck Norris oh. turns into a bear. What? He's able to transform into bear, wolf, or eagle. Oh, my God, coming soon. <laughs> Next week. If I can find it, if I can find it, we were able to find it. Okay, how well, did we find soon. it? I think it was a Rift Tracks. Part Maybe. Fern Gully, part Beastmaster, all Norris. Yeah, <laughs> adding it to my bad. Norris. I will spoiler alert. There's not as much Norris as you want. Oh yeah, he, he, he was I'm only there actually... for like three days of shooting. Yeah, they they filmed a movie and then wedged Chuck Norris into it. You know, like sidekicks. I'm actually not a huge Chuck Norris fan. I won't, I won't lie. I think he's like a charismaless vacuum. Yeah, I, 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 I think most people say they're Chuck Norris fans can be like, alright, name four movies. Uh, yeah. Sidekicks, uh, Invasion he's like, USA, he's like Top Arnold Schwarzenegger. Top Dog, Lone Wolf with, McQuaid. He's like Schwarzenegger without the nuance. Yeah. Says the guy who bought our very first meal in Iceland was at the Chuck Norris bar. Yeah, I was hungry. <laughs> and of course it was the Chuck Norris bar. <laughs> in Iceland. <laughs> no, Chuck Norris yep. has never been to the Chuck Norris bar in Iceland, at least not when we had been there. Speaking of Iceland, when are you interviewing Ezra Miller? <laughs> We're trying. Uh, apparently he's not returning calls. <laughs> uh, did, wait, are you saying that but, you tried to call him and he uh, he missed his opportunity? You could say he he uh, he choked. Well, yeah, boy. 
ba- basically, the thing is, we would get this super exclusive interview with Ezra Miller. We would just ask him about his trip to Iceland. Yeah. Like, what did you do? Did you go to, like, the Blue Lagoon? Did you see the Golden Circle? What? Did you go up to Mivon? Mivon's where it's at. Yeah, Mivon's awesome. Did you, go to any, did you go to any bars? Did you meet any fans? <laughs> or did you go meet, to the Czech Norris Meet bar? any ladies? Eh? Eh? <laughs> meet any dudes? Uh, fucking wild fucking wild that no one like him or anyone else has commented on it yet i was like jesus christ if this is a joke you probably need to get on this yeah (laughs) so that obviously means that like it 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 wasn't a big deal i don't know i I, that's what i i I would think that they would get on that quickly though if that's the case well the real correct real question is who the hell cares (laughs) or the girl or the girl would say something i don't know it's yeah. uh, I'm I, I it was just wild when I saw, when I saw that post come. Like, she apologized fuck? to him, gave him a blowjob, and they were even. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know if that happened, Izzy, but we'll go with it. No, I think what happened was there was probably no audio, so you just hear. You, otherwise, you'd hear her going, <laughs> "Your hands are so soft." <laughs> oh, there was audio because I heard him say, "You want to go? You want to fight me?" And then he started choking her. Oh. Anyway, anyway, back from commercial. Like hey guys, that's great. That's crazy. a great Shia LaBeouf story. <laughs> hey guys, we're back here on everything I learned for movies. I'm Steve, and I'm Izzy. I'm Brendan, <laughs> and we're having a great time here. Oh, it's great. Hey, and I'm Brendan. Wrestling <laughs> reference achieved. <laughs> get out of here. Hey, Brendan, get me a beer. Oh, okay. Ooh. It looks like we have a selection from Epic Brewing. Ooh. It is their 825 State Stout. Excellent. By the way, Steve, I'm leaving you for Brendan. Oh, okay. Oh. Wait, what? Okay. Wait. What? Who, okay. Who am I? <laughs> yeah, I thought you were Brendan. God damn it. I'm uh, whatever. I'm leaving were... the short guy for the tall guy. <laughs> I thought you were Steve. Short guy? Compared to Steve. I guess so. <laughs> Anyway. Steve is taller than Dolph Lundgren. Oh, Jesus. 825 <laughs> states down. 6% alcohol by volume. Woo! Here, I'll pop my top. Pop your top. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Oh, your top. Yeah. All right. And the pool. Oh. Ah. Wow, I can smell the booze on that from here. Yeah. Well, it's only 6%. It's not that strong. I could spell the booziness. Ooh. Oh, and light does not pass through this particular nice beverage. Roasty, a little bit of a mm-hmm. little bit of chocolate. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah, this is a jet black beer. I cannot get light to pass through it, so uh, that's always a good sign. Yeah. It's got a nice uh, light khaki colored head. Lots of tiny bubbles that are lingering. Tiny bubbles tiny makes bubbles. me happy. Ah, uh, yeah. That's a uh, mm. nice roasty notes all throughout. A little, yeah. little bit of chocolate, a little bit of caramel, but yeah, a lot, mostly roasty. Yeah, that that doesn't taste as boozy as it smells. Epic. Yeah. So that's uh, Epic Brewing, 825 State Stout. That's what people say about Mel Gibson. Ah! Doesn't taste as boozy as he smells! <laughs> <laughs> and light does not pass through him. <laughs> there is no there is no light it is the red aura of the devil <laughs> fun fact all right who's interested in some fun facts only if they're super fun facts because they're fun fun facts oh you said it all right oh sorry uh interesting tidbit nope none of those here <laughs> oh damn it but there might be some tidbits that are interesting so we'll see yeah <laughs> you said tit <laughs> all right rotten tomatoes <gasps> Brendan, oh, what do you think the critics thought of I Come in Peace? 
Hmm. We're talking about this one, not the porn parody, right? Correct. Not I Come in Pants. Okay. <laughs> God. That has to be a movie. Um, <laughs> I will say, this is 86, right? Uh, 1990. Oh, 90. Yeah. Okay, I thought this was 86, the year of my birth. Nope. I apologize. Um, 1990. Dolph Lundgren. I will say, and there is a critic's rating. There is a critic's rating. You said. Yes. Is there a lot of critics? I don't know. It's out of 100%. I'm not looking at the website right now. I'm just written down. <laughs> it is, is, is it a shade of... Okay, okay. Um, Izzy, what do you think the I critics... I will th- say... Oh. No, no, I got, I got this. I got this. I got this. <laughs> I will say 35. Babe? Mm, yeah, critics did not like this movie. I'm going to say 22. Right in the middle, 31% with the critics. Mm. But the important number, the audience... Yeah. Any guesses? Uh, Fifty? No, nah, I would say like forty-two. Oh, I was gonna say forty-seven. Again, right in the middle, forty-five percent. You guys are getting good they're, at this. They're fairly close to each other, then. Yeah, seven million dollar budget, which with all those explosions, holy shit! Uh, uh, worldwide gross. $4.4 million. Woo! All right. And a $7 million budget. Worldwide gross. $4.4 million. I figured it was bad, yeah. Did not make a lot of money. Mostly because nobody knew it fucking existed, apparently. I didn't. And I loved Dolph well, Lundgren. And I mean, I don't think Dolph Lundgren was ever really like... I mean, I think he, he achieved a certain level of fame. But I don't know if he could ever lead a movie just based on his name alone yeah maybe in terms of box office numbers you know what i mean and that is a shame because Dolph Lundgren's great Ooh, i wonder if i wonder if stone cold made more money we'll we'll have to check that in a future episode oh sorry (laughs) well obviously stone cold steve austin made more money but uh, yeah. or, well, I guess Vince McMahon made more money off Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how all that works. I think but, uh, I think Stone Cold Steve Austin made enough money to this point where he doesn't have to work for the for the WWE. So I'm sure he made tons of money. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, alternate titles. Okay, Ooh. hold on, guys. The project <laughs> was initially titled Lethal Contact, as it was writ- first written in 1984 as a spec script by Jonathan Tidor. The production, filming, and international title is Dark Angel. And it was... Starring David Boreanaz. Yes, starring David Boreanaz and Jessica Alba. Uh, And was released as such worldwide before it was changed to I Come in Peace for the late U.S. release. Because of two other existing movies entitled The Dark Angel from 1925 and 1935. Everybody (laughs) remembers those, right? Yeah, classics. Yeah. Like Fast and Furious 1954. Oh, a movie we all remember forever. <laughs> Driving too dangerous for your broads. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Rapid Trump remembers. <laughs> all right. Dolph Lundgren delivers a roundhouse kick to one of the bad guys upon entering a building. The kick connected and knocked the actor cold out because he the actor had missed his mark. That's crazy. As soon as I saw that kick, I actually was like, I bet he fucked up one of these yep. kicks. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the, yeah, like the first kick and then the spitting roundhouse thing. I'm like, ooh, that last one was very convincing. 
Yeah, it's like in um, uh, what is it? Uh, no retreat, no surrender. Where Jean Claude Van Damme accidentally knocked out like three people. Oh yeah. <laughs> And they were like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, sorry. And then just knocked them out again. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'll try to hold back a little bit. What? Sorry, too, 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 much, too much cocaine. Too much cocaine. <laughs> you get hurt going half speed. That's right. <laughs> All right. Prior you to slow me down like Bruce, Bruce Lee. That's right. Slow down so the cameras can see it. Let's like... go to his grave and film it. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> that may not be a good idea oh um, okay alright prior to this film being made director Craig R. Baxley and Dolph Lundgren were going to make another movie titled Man to Man which was going oh, to be yeah. an action sci-fi comedy about an alien <laughs> crashing to earth while he's in the Nevada desert he hitches a ride with a repo man and the two of them go on action filled adventure while searching for the alien spaceship the script oh, was written so by Randy Feldman, good. and Baxley also worked on it to include more action sequences and was going to direct it in 1988 after he finished directing Action Jackson. However, you Joel know. Silver was going to produce the film, and Arnold Schwarzenegger was originally going to play the alien role. But after Predator oh. turned out to be a huge hit, Schwarzenegger became too expensive, so Dolph Lundgren was hired. When you said man to man, after all this come in pants talk, I yep. was like, oh shit. <laughs> this is going to get weird. <laughs> it's him and Smith and they get an apartment together. Yeah, so based on reading that, it sounds like Dolph Lundgren was going to be the alien and I assume the Repo Man was going to be played by John Goodman? Mm. Goddamn road trip? That'd be sweet. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> That's what, that's what that's what happens when you what is it? This is what happens when you find a man in the Alps. Yeah. <laughs> uh the TV edit would have been amazing. Uh, um so yeah, however uh oh the, oh this is the story continued shit. Here we go. Oh, however, a few days before production was set to begin in 1988, Baxley and Silver got into a series of arguments. The entire crew was waiting in Las Vegas for shooting to begin, but Baxley and Silver couldn't decide who would be the co-star, so everyone got paid off and production was cancelled. Baxley later said in a podcast interview how the project sort of self-destructed. The script was, quote, hilarious but great. They were going to let him use any location in Las Vegas he wanted for action scenes, and that one of those sequences he added into the film was a big car chase scene that was to have cars going from one side of a casino downtown to the other. Hmm. Damn. What we missed out on, guys. We could have had Con Air, but with Dolph Lundgren as an alien. <laughs> Put that bunny in the basket. <laughs> So, Brendan. Wait, I think I just he, combined that with Sounds of the Lambs. Put the money in the basket or else the lotion. I don't know. How to get burned. <laughs> How to get burned indeed, ladies and gentlemen. How did it get burned? <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. what did we learn from my come in pants? I, I come in peace. Uh, Brendan, would you like to start? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, Izzy, you go ahead, because I just closed my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that aliens are full of cottage cheese and android milk. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Have um, you ever tried the large curd cottage cheese? No, like, no, so, like, no, the one you probably no. had was the small curd where they're little chunks. They have a large curd where they're more like the size of... I learned... <laughs> All right, go ahead, Brendan. I, I, I got um, an opening for you. Poor. 
Um, I learned that, uh, uh, well, I learned a couple things. I learned that aliens know how to get the good shit. Yeah. And I also learned that Dolph Lundgren's partner apparently didn't need to get avenged. <laughs> nope. No. Avenged. Save it for the sequel. I mean, technically the alien killed the bad guy. Yeah, well, no, no, but the drug dealer dude no, was the, still alive. The, no, the main bad guy is in Rio. Remember, he was sending the letter from Rio? That's why they're going there on the vacation at the end of the movie? That's... So, okay, so then who was the guy who showed up with the machine guns when the, uh... It was the, the White Boys. Okay. It was just some, some of the, <laughs> it was just some of the White Boys. Guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was the guy from the exploding Mercedes in the first scene. <laughs> yeah. White Boys, and we take no guff when we deliver our white rap. So I learned, <laughs> never trust nobody. Yeah. So always trust everybody? Yep. That's what a double negative's for, I guess. <laughs> it's got to go somewhere. <laughs> and uh, that's always... I also learned... There was surprisingly few one-liners in this movie. Like, yeah. I mean, there was the, the, the ending one where it's like, I come in peace. Yeah, but you're going in pieces, asshole. That's about it. It's Dolph Lundgren's version of Raw Deal, basically. Oh, yeah, that's right. Missed all those opportunities in that movie. He didn't dump candy on anyone, though, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, I guess they used all the one-liners in Commando at that point. So it's like, oh, man, what do we have left for Raw Deal? I, I I got nothing. Right, we met we met our quota. Listen, we don't have to deliver for another couple of years. So I also learned uh, be very careful when handling your uh, compact disc or DVDs. Right, that shit will <laughs> cut you. And don't throw them at like kids. Kids, listen, don't throw CDs at one another. You you don't need a decapitation on your record. Are we also meant to believe that? Um... The way he got that weapon in the first place was from stealing the CD from that dude in the first scene? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. Damn. <laughs> You'd think he just used the gun all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, you can't use it all the time because if you're doing it like at close range or whatever, the explosion and blowback, I mean, you'll get like, like brain matter and like skull fragments. Yeah. Not wrong. Well, Brendan, thank yeah. you for joining us here on Everything I Learned From Movies. Uh, I understand you also have a podcast or two. I do. I have two podcasts, um, as you said, or two, which means I have two. Um, one of them is called What Were They Thinking? Uh, we talk about uh, some questionable to bad movies, which are very similar to what you guys do here uh, with my co-host, Nathan, who's been on the show a few times. We, uh, I've, I'm three beers in, so I'm getting a little toasty here, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, what were they thinking? You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. You could search for us on Facebook. Just search for What Were They Thinking? Um, I also have another podcast called For Screen and Country, which you guys have also been on a couple times. How to get burned? Uh, how to get burned indeed. We talked about the Wicker Man and I believe the uh, classic remake of Dr. Zhivago. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> don't watch it, guys. But listen uh, to but it. it uh, uh, for Screen episode. and Country. For Screen and Country. It is a, a podcast uh, Jason and myself do about the British Film Institute Top 100 British Films of All Time. And then, of course, we talk about movies that are sort of related to that list because you're probably saying, wait, didn't he just say they talked about the television remake of Dr. Zhivago? Yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at BFI underscore pod. You can also find us by just searching for us on Facebook. 
And yeah, and we're on all the podcatchers as well. The same ones, Podbean, everything. Just look for us. You'll, Podbean, you'll find Stitcher, it. Twitcher, Belly Itcher. Oh, yeah. yeah, Teddy Ruxpin Appreciation Society. Al Jazeera. Uh, babe, are you on social media? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. It's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping, especially over on Etsy at untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. Oh, I got all kinds of fun stuff over there. Go check it out. Excellent. Uh, babe, hypothetically speaking, yes. Uh, let's say I just had an encounter with a large alien who pumped mm-hmm. a shit ton of heroin into me, uh, but I somehow survived and he didn't suck my brains out uh, through a little tube on his wrist. Um, I need to calm down, though, because this heroin is really fucking with me. I thought heroin was a downer. Is it? I don't know. I don't do drugs. I don't do drugs. Brandon, when you, yep. do, when you do heroin, is it more of a downer or an upper? Uh, it's a downer, uh, a downer? based on my experience. Yeah, excellent. Yes, that's right. Because uh, Nicholas Cage does uh, heroin. Oh, that's right. He does in, coke to perk to up perk in Bad up. Lieutenant yes, Portico, New Bal- Orleans. <laughs> Man, everything I learned from drugs, I learned from that movie. It, it actually, it's it's been proven that if you want to make the best drug, you combine heroin with cocaine. It's called a speedball, and it's known to have not killed anyone ever, especially not wrestlers. Yep, and and, and not comedians career. in the seventies. Something about that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jim Belushi for a second. I was like, wait, oh, what? No, oh, sadly, he Jim still Jim Belushi lives. has a career because of eight balls. Oh, he sure does. <laughs> uh, but, babe, uh, what was I talking about? According oh, yeah, to, so, uh, according uh, to him, anyway. Apparently. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you wanted to get super deep. I, I wanted. I, I was kind of inspired when they were getting those endorphins and distilling it. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a place where I'd be able to get some sort of, like, essential oil that would just help me to, like, relax or change my mood in some way? Yeah, I'd head right over to frankieandmer.com. They do aromatherapy made fun. It's not a bunch of gimmicks. It's just a bunch of fun and wonderful pure essential oils. I would probably pick up for your diffuser some uh, some lavender. They have three different kinds, Ooh. American, Bulgarian, and French. Uh, I personally like the Bulgarian. It's got kind of a little bit of a fruity note to it. But uh, mm. lavender's great for releasing more endorphins and just helping you chill. Nice. Um, but let's say, for example, I don't want that Rona, so I keep my broke-ass home. Uh, so I need to save a little bit of money. Is there a way I could do that? Yeah, I'd use promo code VENUS at checkout, just like the goddess, and you'll save 15% off on your order and help this here podcast out. And orders over $35 ship free! Yay, they'll bring it to me! Yeah, well, until uh, until somebody completely dismantles the post office. Yeah, well, that would never happen because nobody's that fucking stupid. Go buy some stamps, people. God damn it. Uh, I'm not aware. Do you guys have a different leader than us? Drain the swamp! Alright, anyway. You know what? If we could get Trudeau, I would be so fucking excited. You uh, know what? You can have him as long as we don't have to trade. Yeah, no, I just wanted to, like, take over. Yeah, okay. I yeah. would settle for, uh, who's, who is the mayor of Toronto there? Tom Ford? Robert Ford? Oh, D- Doug Ford. Doug Ford? Oh, Doug, <laughs> Doug, Doug, because he's Canadian, of course. Yeah, Doug, D- Doug, Doug Ford looking like, looking like fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin there. He kind yeah. of is. Doug Ford 2020. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, keep us off I'm, from talking I'm, moistly. 
<laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. All of it, we have a lot of uh, conservative premiers in Canada, and I normally I'm like eh, on them, but like right now, everyone up here is doing a pretty good job. So I got to commend everyone, uh, especially our prime minister and healthcare professionals. Keep doing your thing. You guys are awesome. Woo! Yes, you know what? You all healthcare awesome. professionals everywhere. You guys are amazing. Thank yeah. you. So healthcare much. professionals, grocery store workers, anybody working the fucking front line right now, convenience mm-hmm. stores, all you people. Oh, are amazing. You poor Costco workers. Yeah. yeah, my actually, Jason is working kind of in the front lines right now because he does have to deal with doorknobs at the uh, convenience store. So shout out to Jason dealing Woo! with people who want to buy lottery tickets during a fucking pandemic. Well, yeah, that's when they're because they're gonna get lucky. Ugh, okay, fuck guys, everyone. stay the fuck home. Just st- stay the fuck home. Hey, Steve, if you don't want that Rona. Keep your broke ass home. If you don't want that, Rona, keep your broke ass home. Broke ass! Home! So anyway, <laughs> until next... If you donate $20 to charity, I will sing! Yeah. Or not sing, if that's your thing. <laughs> Alright, well, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Missy. And I'm Brendan. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. How did it get burned? How did it How get did burned? How did it get burned? I don't know. I'm asking you guys. I come in pants. <gasps>